Many of the stories in this series contain difficult subjects and traumatic events. Listener discretion advised. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't recording, which is lucky. Excellent. <laughs> so our next story is from somebody who has been part of downtown right from the very beginning. Uh, probably from before the beginning in reality Um, and Les has been backstage behind the scenes doing all kinds of support for a very long time and this project was the first time that Les has really taken his own space up on the stage and again I don't want to say too much I think you should listen to Les's story. Um, Normally Normally you'd um, see me running on and off stage with set, or over there selling your merch, or at home frantically writing the risk assessments for these events. Um, But today I thought, no, it's my turn to tell you a bit about me, um, a bit about my story. Um, So yeah, here we go. Um, Have you ever had a door slammed closed onto you? Heading into secondary school, felt like I was in Nightmare on Elm Street. I would be walking the corridors hyper-aware. I felt like I should have had eyes in the back of my head. Holding my straps on my backpack so tight, I would find it hard to write into lesson the next day because it was so red and sore. I'd watch the gay kids get pushed, kicked to the floor, paint bombs being thrown over them. The smell of paint brings me right back into that nightmare. Teachers just letting it happen. Why, why didn't they not stop? There must be something wrong with being gay, I thought. At, the point, at this point, I didn't find it safe to come out as gay. So I dug them feelings really deep down inside of me. But I kept them down with food. And with every bite, that shame got bigger. By the time I was in year nine, I'd put a lot of weight on. I'd walk into my history lesson, and my, te- my teacher would announce, here comes Henry VIII. The first time a tear would drop as I took my seat, but by the 50th, I would just eat more food. The weekends on my own in my bedroom, watching movies, doesn't matter what kind of movie, just something that's not real life. I'd go to Greg's, buy a bag of pastries, then head to Tesco's, get six cans of Fanta mixed fruits, all the crisps and all the chocolate. Head home, close the door, put a film on, open that drink, I'd feel the sweet mist all over my face. I downed it. Letting the chocolate melt melt in my mouth, I would start to eat a chicken baguette. The sharp edges would make my cheeks bleed. The The salt and vinegar crisps would sting. It's like I'm punishing myself. As I was eating, my Jack Russell would lay next to me as I would pass out from eating too much. Sometimes I'd wake up and throw up Heading back into my bedroom, red-faced, my throat and nosebleed uh, burning, looking at the empty food wrappers. Maybe I am Henry VIII. I hate myself. I throw the wrappers away and promise tomorrow will be a better day. The number 20 had a lot of meaning for me. When I was 20, I found myself standing on the scales. 20 stone. I stand up. Get naked. I hate being naked. Slowly standing on them again, a toe at a time, wishing, praying, please be different. 
but still that number 20. I go back to my room, eating more food, watching the Goonies. Chuck starts doing the shuffle truffle. I don't find it funny. Why can't I love my body? Why can't I love myself? Why do I keep doing this? What's the point of carrying on? I was sat at work. Steve, a really good friend of mine, but also my line manager. What's up, Les? You've not been yourself recently. I'm okay, just super tired. You've been like it for a while now. I know something's up. What's up? You can talk to me. I'm fine, Steve. I'm, I'm fine, I say. Steve stands up, slamming the office door closed. You're not leaving until you tell me what's going on. Someone says it's being held hostage. And maybe so but with the, with the most great amount of love. I'm fine, I'm fine, until Steve just tells me. Just tell me, I already know. Know what? You're gay. I instantly burst out into tears, but at the same time, the weight on my shoulder is gone. He hugs me and we talk for hours. Steve's given the space Chuck had given the sloth. About a year has passed and Steve's the only person I've talked to about being gay. Still feeling unhappy, I'm a gay fat man no one will touch. My first, gay, my first experience on Grinder went a bit like this. Steve, go on, Les. Go on, sign up. He, won't keep, he keeps on going on about it. Fine, I say. So he helps me write my bio. I won't allow myself to add any photos, though. Hey, I'm on Grinder. That was easy. We get back to work. Steve, I got a message. I get goosebumps. Steve standing by the side of me, looking over my shoulder. I feel your excitement on my behalf. I open it. Bam, a 65-year-old bumhole. No hello, just a bumhole. I've never been back on Grinder or any other apps to that matter. I need to lose weight. I need to do it for me, that would make me happy. So I start a six-month detox plan. No, no, no alcohol, no, eat, only eating healthy. Got a trainer and went to the gym. I was sweating with anxiety the first time I walked into the gym. I do not think I was in there any longer than five minutes. But I went back the next day, 15 minutes. I lost five stone, and I felt the best I've ever felt, beaming with pride. I did the whole six months, and at the time I, found, I thought I had found what happy was. I now have two cats, one amazing partner, and a home. I may have lost the weight, found people I love, and feel truly safe but that shame's still there. And with that shame, I really can't be my true self. I'm here working through that shame. It's hard, but I'm hoping one day I will get to see the true me and you'll get to see me without that shame. And that was Les's story. And I think it's a story that a lot of us as the queer community can really resonate with. The, the idea of self-acceptance, self-love, body neutrality to body positivity um, and that being a real journey and process. And I really enjoy how Les' story ends on being a journey still and still something he's working on and working through. It's not a complete finite thing. And I'm just personally really excited to see where Les's life takes him on his journey. Absolutely. And I think it's quite brave to... Yeah 
not just tell your story, but also be prepared to leave it unfinished mm, and absolutely. to accept that there is more to come and that that is still going to hold challenges and that that doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, exactly, exactly. And just getting to see Les have a bit of spotlight was really beautiful. High time to step I mean, up. he has said he won't be doing it again, <laughs> so don't expect to see him. But <laughs> at least we managed to get him to do it once. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe again. Maybe again. Maybe. <laughs>